get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. What do you do when you don't get what you want? When, when something doesn't go as planned, what happens? How do you deal with that? What's your reaction? How do you cope when things just don't go your way? What do you do? How do you deal with the conflict? Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free. I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bunch, and I am here to help you live a life that is fearlessly free so you can stop hiding, you can show up fully yourself, and you can fulfill your God-given purpose, and you can do it courageously. Now, today I'm going to be talking about conflict styles. It's what you do when you don't get what you want. Now, today is going to be for you. If you find when you don't get your way or something doesn't go right or is planned, that you get unemotional. Maybe you're logical or efficient. I'm going to be talking to you today. I'm also going to be talking to you if maybe you go into drama mode. Or you get defensive. Maybe you're confrontational. I'm also going to be talking to you. And today is also for you if maybe when you don't get what you want, you just start looking for the good in others. Or you're scanning for that silver lining because you know there's a silver lining somewhere, right? Or maybe you just go along to get along. If that's you, I'm talking to you today. Now, here's the thing. We all deal with conflict. There are always situations that come up when we don't get what we want. We had a plan and it didn't happen. We wanted something and it didn't go our way. You know, we wanted someone else to do something and they just didn't do it. We all run into conflict. We all run into ways that we, a way that we, react when we don't get what we want. So that's what I'm going to be talking to you today about. Now there's three conflict styles. So this is how we react when we don't get what we want or how we act either way, act or react. Now for me, man, how, how I react when I don't get what I want, boy, I am that go along to get along person. I am the morph into whoever I'm hanging out with in order to keep the peace and keep the harmony. That's how I react. I'm the one that's out there, something goes wrong, and uh, somebody did something that that caused me not to get what I want. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. It'll be all right. No problem. No problem. No problem. That's me. But that's not always the healthiest way to deal with things. Because here's what happens with me. In reality, that's what I'm saying on the outside. It's okay. It's no problem. But on the inside, oh, baby, that is not what I'm feeling. And what happens for me is that what I'm really feeling starts to kind of seep out sideways in kind of a passive-aggressive thing. And I I remember a particular instance when my first marriage was ending. 
and I was sitting in my Kansas City home, cleaning up, you know, the house, packing it up, getting ready to move to St. Louis. I was moving back in with my parents because I couldn't afford to live on my own. I think I was, I was, it was right before my, um, I turned 25 and I ran into this paper and it was from a counselor and, you know, cause we tried counseling like twice cause that, that helps. Don't you, that helps, right? Right? Well, really that's one of those things we can, oh, we tried counseling. It didn't work. Yeah. Well, twice doesn't do any good. So this paper was actually my former husband's onboarding paperwork. And on there, he said this, Heather is manipulative. Yeah, that one got me. I was really angry, but it was okay because, you know, he wasn't there because remember, for me, conflict means disconnection. So it was okay to let out the anger and I did. But I realized what the real problem was later down the road. Because for me, conflict meant disconnection. And I couldn't actually show my real feelings when something didn't go my way. I tried to get what I want through manipulation. So I would pout or, you know, silence. I remember I'd sit there and I'd stare out the window. Honestly, I did that the other day. My husband and I got in a in an argument about something and I was angry. And so what did I do? I stared out the window and gave him the cold shoulder for a while until we worked it out. This is not a healthy way to deal with things, people, right? It never leads to anything good. So let me go through these three different conflict styles. What we do when we don't get what we want. First, I want to talk about competency. So competency style, they put their emotions aside and they focus on addressing the issue in an efficient way. These are like the calm, cool, and collected people. They analyze. They think through things. They problem solve. They fix it. This is my husband. My husband is like the fix-it man. That's, that's what he does, is he fix things. This style also will just do what's right because that's the right thing to do and they'll figure it out. This is the logical people, okay? Issues come up, plans change. All right, Let's logic this thing out. Let's analyze it. What's the best approach? How do we fix it? Okay, so that's the competency style. Now, next is the reactive style. Now, these people are um, emotionally real. Like, they're all about realness. They value authentic emotional expression. They have the strong reactions, just like the word sounds, reactive style. They are reactive. And because of the strong style, though, some people can feel like, you know, they're being accused or blamed by somebody with a reactive style. 
It's that that reactive energy is coming out against them. So because it's very reactive, it's very it's it's the most visual of all the styles. Like you can really see it. So it's pretty easy to peg a reactive style. This is um reactive styles are dramatic. They could also be defensive or they're very confrontational. So those are different ways a style can be reactive. So have you ever, you know, been accused of being the drama king or queen? Or, man, why are you so defensive when I'm, you know, talking to you? Uh, you might be a reactive style. Or if you're extremely confrontational, if people are like, wow, you're like a bulldozer. You're probably a reactive style. Now, the last one, the third style, is the positive outlook style. Doesn't that sound so great? We're the positive outlook style. This is actually my style. And it sounds so beautiful and wonderful. We're so positive. But in reality, what it means is um, we're denying, we're avoiding, uh, we are um, distracting ourselves from the problem. We're escaping the situation. Now, for some, it might be that you, what you do when you don't get what you want is look for the good in other people. So maybe somebody did something to hurt you, but you're going to look for the good. Oh, they didn't really mean it. They're really a good person. Or you might be that, you know, silver lining. And you reframe things so that, you know, now it's a positive but you always do it and you and you don't actually ever sit in the situation you just always reframe it and then we'll move on we'll pretend like it never happened and then you might deal with it like i do which is harmony you're trying to keep the peace you're going to make things okay you're going to distract yourself maybe numb out that's how you deal with it you stare out the window right that's me. It's all going to be okay. It's okay. It's okay. No problem. I don't mind that, you know, you promised me for a year that you would do this and now you're not going to do it. It's okay. I don't mind. That, that's not a healthy way to deal with things. So positive outlook style, that's, that's the, the third complex style. Now, as you can see, some of these, you know, it's they're not wholly bad but here's the thing each one has positives about it and each style has negatives about it and so what i think is is that you need to learn to draw on the strengths of the other styles so what would that look like well if you're a competency style and you're very logical and you're calm and you're cool and you're collected and you just dive on in and fix it. Well, you know, you might be hurting somebody's feelings without even realizing it. Ha- have you ever said, hey, 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 calm down. And somebody just kind of freaked out all over you. Well, your competency conflict style in that moment 
was not helpful to the situation. So if you can start to take on some of the positive qualities of a reactive or a positive outlook, you can actually emotionally connect with other people. And it's going to give you that extra energy you need and motivation to problem solve in a more connected way. Because sometimes your calm, cool, and collected is disconnected from other people. And so many times when you're dealing with a problem, it's dealing with another person or a group of people. So learning how to see their side, help you to be more thoughtful. It's not just, hey, 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 calm down. But maybe learning to feel what they're feeling. Maybe learning to empathize with somebody else. Man, I know this has got to be really hard for you right now. What can I do to help? Versus, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this, 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 and this. Bam, problem fixed. So pull on some of those other conflict styles so you can connect emotionally with people. And that will really help balance out your competency. Because, see, we need your calm, cool, and collected, let me tell you. I need my husband to be able to come in and fix it. But sometimes I actually don't want him to come in and fix it. Sometimes I just want, I want a shoulder to cry on. And then that gives me strength and energy to pick myself back up and keep moving forward. So emotionally connect. That's what you can do. All right, my competency conflict style people. All right, let's talk about reactive style. What do you, what do, you do? What can you do? To balance yourself out more. Well, pull on the strengths of the competency style. Now that is going to help you focus on the resolution versus the, oh my gosh, why is this happening to me? Or that, that drama, that reactive, that confrontational. Maybe step, helps you step back and get a different perspective on the situation and then come in with with that calmness, the collectiveness, and to be able to really take care of that problem and that situation in a more healthy state of mind. You can also pull on the positive outlook. Now, the positive outlook, hey man, they give you a perspective on what's possible, on the positive sides of life. Because sometimes when you get into drama mode, you get into conflict mode, you know, you're clashing with people all the time or you get defensive, sometimes you forget life isn't all bad. There really is good things in a situation. Every major problem that I've had, when I work through it, when I deal with it, when I stop avoiding it, good things happen. So there is possibilities in anything. My husband and I have gone through a bankruptcy t- together. We've stuck it out together through all of that. And I tell you what, our relationship is deeper and more connected and more intimate now 
than even before that happened. Even with all the stress that, that a bankruptcy causes, we, God really turned it around for the good. So there is beautiful possibilities when things don't go your way. So when you connect to that positive conflict style, that helps you to pull on that positivity because it's not all bad. All right, my positive outlook people. I am speaking to the choir here. Listen. There is always something good that comes out of situations. And I totally agree with that. I am all about Romans, you know, God will turn anything around for the good of those who love him. And I really do believe that. So yes, we need to be positive. But we cannot escape, run away from, deny, avoid situations when we don't get what we want. And so what we need to do is to access the competency side and even the reactive side. Okay, that's going to allow us to access a full range of emotions, a full range of conflict styles. We're going to be able to face the challenges head on. We're going to be able to address the situations in a more calm, cool, and collected way. Be more efficient about it. Not run from it, but hit it head on. Try to not reframe every time a challenge comes. Sit there in that challenge and acknowledge your authentic thoughts and your authentic feelings. What are you really feeling in that moment instead of reframing and quickly moving on? It's okay. I don't mind. No problem. It's all going to work out okay. What are you really feeling in that moment? I can remember there was one time uh, Bob and I... I don't even remember what the exact situation was, but I was mad. And that's, that's a fairly normal thing, but usually what I do is I fall asleep to the mad. I escape that feeling. I act like, no, 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 I shouldn't be mad. This is not okay. I'm going to keep the positive outlook. But you know what? When Bob asked me if I was okay, do you know what I told him? I'm mad at you. Yes, I am mad at you. I actually expressed it out my mouth. Now, for some of you, you have zero problem doing that. But you're probably not a positive outlook conflict style. You're probably one of the other ones, reactive or competency. But when I said that, It felt like a weight came off my shoulders because you know what? I was real and authentic in that moment. And what it actually allowed me to do is release it and let it go and let it out. And then we could deal with the issue in a more productive manner. Instead of me just like putting on a face, everything's okay and escaping reality. So when you can engage with your real emotions and your real thoughts, you're going to be able to deal with this in such a better way. 
instead of just escaping and running. When we, you know, life always has stuff going on. We don't get what we want. What are we going to do about it? When we can learn to balance how we deal with situations so that, yes, in the moments, you know what? We need to be calm, cool, and collected. There are times we need to do that. There are times we need to connect with people and that emotion. And there are times that we need to look at the positive and the possibilities. And when we can know when to do what in each situation and we can balance that out, and sometimes it's incorporating all three, you know, into the same situation. I was actually in the middle of this podcast and I got a phone call from my husband and he, he rings through when it's on do not disturb, but I'm going to be honest. That was actually the second call I had on trying to record this podcast because I forgot to put my phone on do not disturb the first time. And then I got one of those, you know, um, we're calling about your student loans and you know, that garbage. Cause I don't have student loans. So I'm like, you know, it's a scam. One of those irritating calls. But anyway, so my husband calls and I actually went into reactive mode. Woo! I was like, Bob, this is the second call I've had. And I was, anyways, but he was calling about our cell phone bill. And he said, hey, I got this text because our bill comes out today. And I knew it was, so it was going to be no big deal. Had the money for it. But he calls and says, hey, I, or, I got this text that said, your auto pay has been canceled. I was like, what? Why? You know, and I actually went into reactive mode. I got dramatic. I was like, are you kidding me? I had the money. What in the world? Ah! I needed to settle in. And I said, all right, I'll take care of it. So I pull it up, I look it up, and I was like, oh, I forgot my debit card changed. And I hadn't changed my debit card out. So in that moment, what I did was I pulled on the competency side and went, all right, it's fine. Change out the card, enroll back in auto pay, get on the chat, see if you need to make your payment manually for this time or if it automatically just starts kicking in. Because, you know, who wants to double pay their cell phone bill? So I did that. So in that moment, literally while I'm like trying to record a podcast on what do you do when stuff happens that you didn't plan? How do you deal with, you know, when you don't get your way? Yeah, that was me in that moment. And I, at first, went in a reactive mode. And, and, and it's funny I'm positive outlook style, but I will go into reactive mode, but I don't always see it as a bad thing now. And here's why. Because I used to be so escapist that I would never actually share my real feelings of really what was bothering me and really what was going on. So the fact that I can actually go into reactive mode for me is not a bad thing. Now, if that's your automatic all the time, okay, that's, that's another story and, we, and you need to work through the competency and, and incorporating some of that positive outlook. 
But for me, that is actually growth. And then I was able to pull on the competency side and go into cool, calm, collected. How do I logically fix this? All right, get your debit card out. Update the debit card. Enroll in auto pay. Get on chat. Make the payment. Done. Fixed. So instead of just escaping, I don't want to deal with it. Or it's going to be okay. But if I just said it's going to be okay and I didn't actually do anything about it, it wouldn't have fixed anything. So that was a actual real live moment where I got to utilize the conflict styles. That's what it looks like. That's how you can do it. That's how you can work through it. Now, it's going to look different for you depending on what your dominant conflict style is, whether it's competency, whether it's reactive, or whether it's positive outlook. But I'm going to tell you, when you can pull on these styles on purpose, you are going to be able to be able to handle situations so much better. You're going to have so much more peace. You're going to be able to um, deal with conflict with other people in a much better, healthy way. Life will just be better. I'm just telling you. So I hope that was helpful. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, These conflict styles are actually pulled from the Enneagram. And I'm a certified Enneagram coach. And I love, I totally geek out on this stuff. Because you can see like I'm actually using it in my real life. Enneagram is a personality typing system that shows you the box you've put yourself in and helps you find a path to transformation. And for me, it is really helping me find a path to transformation so I can be my best self. So that I can do exactly what I talked to you about, living a life that's fearlessly free. So I can stop hiding. I can show up fully myself and fulfill my God-given purpose. And part of this purpose is actually doing this podcast with you. So if you are interested in the Enneagram, jump on to heatherlbunch.com. Go to, go to coaching or you can go straight to heatherlbunch.com slash live coaching. I'll take you right there. You can fill out the little form to request a discovery session and we can talk it over, see if it'd be a great fit for you. I just want to thank you so much for listening. Thanks a bunch. And until next time, live fearlessly free.